Now today I'm going to be covering a news story where a pastor in Las Vegas tragically lost his life in what you would consider to be a neighborly dispute. Now, when I was in the police in England, we had a saying that you take your victim as you find them. But that's also the same for the assailant, that you take the assailant as you find them. You do not know how far they are going to go to commit their crime, and you do not know how far they are going to go to get out of a crime. So let's dive into the news story today. So. There was a shooting in Las Vegas where Pastor Nick Davy was killed in what I would class as a neighbor dispute. And this is recent. This is only around eight weeks old. And it happened around 4.20 p.m. in the afternoon. So first off, a neighbor was interviewed by some of the press post this murder of the pastor uh, close to his primary home residence. And this is what the neighbor said. There was a disagreement that had happened and it turned into something major. Jennifer Clark, who lives in the area, told reporters. One of the rules of conflict de-escalation is that there doesn't have to be a winner or a loser. It's okay to walk away. And I talk about that in my book, 10 Powerful Strategies for Conflict De-Escalation. It's okay to walk away. There doesn't have to be a winner or a loser. And we've got a neighbor here saying that this disagreement turned into something major when it could have been something minor. So I mentioned the pastor, so Nick Davy was the pastor of operations at Grace Point Church in Las Vegas. And as I said, he tragically lost his life, a family man. So we pray for his family at this time. And when I researched this story, the assailant, I believe she's 36 or 37, originally from the Philippines. Now, if you are watching on the YouTube channel, I've got a picture up of the assailant. When I look at a murderer, that face doesn't really come to my mind. And it's weird because we all have these sort of preconceptions as to what a murderer looks like. But if you're following on the YouTube channel, you'll see that she just looks like a woman in her mid-30s, not someone that you would say is capable of committing a murder. But again, it shows there is no single profile of what a criminal is. And if their motivation, if their mindset is right, anyone can fall into this trap. What I want to make it clear as we talk about this, as we go into the neighbor dispute, is in threat assessment, in today's modern world, we ask ourselves, does the situation pose a threat, not did the person make a threat? So let me say that again. In modern day threat assessment, when we are looking at the escalation of behaviors, the pathway to violence, we ask ourselves, does the situation pose a threat, not did the person make a threat? It's behavior based, it's situation based, it's not based off the words that someone says. We assess a threat based on the behaviors of the person. Does the situation pose a threat, not did the person make a threat? If we do that in our house of worship, we start to build a very comprehensive threat assessment program, meaning that we can analyze risk and work out, is this person on a pathway to violence? Is there a likelihood that someone might be harmed? Now, 
the dispute started and it started a few weeks before. So Junio is the assailant, the, the murderer. There was escalating behaviors after family had reported her to the HOA for violations related to chickens and dogs. So I couldn't find too much about this, but we know that she was in uh, Las Vegas and I'm assuming there were some type of rules that the HOA said that they couldn't either have pets and certainly they couldn't have uh, domestic um, chickens. But that is how this dispute first started. Now, in response to the family, so the pastor's family made a complaint to the HOA. In response to the complaint, it says here that Junio started harassing and threatening the family resulting in them calling the police on her twice in one month before the shooting. So the family saw a sort of a breaking of the rules of the HOA. They made a complaint. She had escalating behaviors, and then she started to harass and threaten the family. So Ven says here, the harassment and threats included throwing rocks into their backyard while their children were playing, running her finger across their throat and telling them they were next and throwing dog feces into their backyard. But most interestingly, which really shows that where her mental state was above throwing um, dog feces into the yard, above throwing rocks into the yard, she deliberately flooded an internal wall that they shared together within their condominium. So this is an escalation of behaviors. And not only that, these are behaviors that are saying this person isn't in a good spot right now. We've made a complaint. She's got these chickens and dogs, but I'm assuming that she shouldn't have. There's these escalation in behavior. She's throwing rocks in the yard. She's throwing um, feces, dogs' feces into their yard. And then it then says that she deliberately flooded a wall between the two residents, a clear sign that her mental health or her uh, mindset of criminality was definitely escalating here. Now, it got so bad that the family applied for a temporary protection order against Junio, and the court hearing was scheduled for January the 8th, so that was around two weeks after the pastor lost his life. So there was a period where the behaviors were escalating. They reported it to HOA. She was harassing. They filed this temporary protection order, and it hadn't yet been heard at the court. Now, the family felt so unsafe that they decided to actually leave the home and not stay there. And we can see on the screen here, again, if you're listening online, you can come to YouTube and, and see these slides. The family said they no longer felt safe staying in the home. So they started to stay the night at a friend's house for two weeks. So escalation in behaviors, She's getting a bit crazy. They felt so unsafe. They went for this protection order. They didn't want to stay in their home. They wanted to go and stay somewhere else. Here where it gets interesting. On the day of the shooting, the family was getting into their car to leave for the evening when they saw Junio drive past and look at them. Junio then parked next to them and rolled down her window at that point, one of the victim's children started recording on her phone, the report said. Now, I know that in the modern world, we see it on YouTube, it's on TikTok, it's on Facebook. There's a certain 
uh, mindset of our younger generation when something goes wrong the first thing they do is jump to their phone and start recording now what does that do in an already escalated heightened situation is it makes that person more stressed and it also ups the ante so again i know that the younger generation do this time and time again but from a conflict de-escalation point when you put a camera in front of someone and you start recording we have to understand that is escalating the situation you find a lot of de-escalation people feel they're de-escalating but actually what they're saying and doing is escalating the situation so i know the family are frustrated i know it must have been very hard but by the kids recording this situation only made it worse and it escalated the situation so we saw here one of the kids started recording on the phone the report said that one of the victims asked junio why don't you leave us alone we've had enough junio continued to stare at the family and the victim then asked what's your problem with us and took a couple of steps towards the car now i said earlier conflict is hard conflict is challenging but there doesn't always have to be a winner or a loser it is okay to walk away the best fight to be in is not to be in the fight take the upper hand and then walk away and it reminds me of a time when i was at a gas station and i didn't perceive i didn't do anything wrong but this man got out of his car he started shouting and screaming and and said i'd cut up his car whatever it was i hadn't done anything as to what he said and then rather than go to him and say what are you talking about and, and escalate the situation i just said sorry my bad i'm really sorry that i've upset you i'm really sorry that i've got you um highly agitated what can i do to make it right i'm very sorry at that point he was shocked to say well, i wasn't expecting this he wanted confrontation i was saying my bad i did everything you said not a good person please accept my apologies now why do i say that it's tragic that this pastor lost his life but in this situation there was the option to walk away and we see here the family took the problem to the assailant why don't you leave us alone we've had enough what's your problem with us and took a couple of steps towards the car and i said to you in england we used to say you take your victim as you find them but you can also save up the assailant you take the assailant as you find them what did junior then do she got out of her car started to shoot towards the family she hit the father then she hit the mother and there was a fight over the firearm and the pastor lost his life did this need to happen could the family have walked away again i know it's a stressful situation they're leaving their home they're frustrated however they took the argument to this assailant not knowing how she was going to respond so nick was shot in the abdomen the wife was shot in the fire again we know that but nick sadly lost his life the wife survived so a very tragic situation but when we look at it from a conflict de-escalation point again it's okay to walk away the family were taking the right steps they reported it to the hoa they were going for this uh, non-contact order restraining order an order of protection on the time when they saw junio they instigated the conversation they took it to her 
and tragically then the result was that she answered by using violence against the family. So it takes us to that question again in modern day threat assessment. Does the situation pose a threat, not did the person make a threat? We saw the escalating behaviours, the chickens, the dogs, the reports of HOA, throwing the rocks in the yard, throwing feces in the yard, deliberately flooding a wall between the two families. And then all of a sudden, the family leaving one day, they see her in a car, they took the argument to her. You take your victims as you find them. You take the assailants as you find them. You do not know how far they are going to go. And tragically, Nick lost his life. So before we wrap up this video, I just want to tell you about our weekly church crime watch. Now, if you aren't on our mailing list, I will drop a link below. Every week we do news stories on a variety of subjects. What you're seeing here is about um, crimes against persons. Uh, we do them against property crime. We do them against um, legals, legal crimes. We do them against um, the rest of the world. There's so much information packed into this document. It comes out every Monday on email. If you're not on the list for our weekly church crimes, I will drop a link below. But as always, that, those are my views on this situation. Uh, what are you, your views? Could the family have walked away? Did this murder um, and perhaps attempted murder of the wife need it to happen? Family frustrated, yes. But in this incident, when she was in her car and they took the conversation to her, did that conversation need to happen? Remember in de-escalation, it's okay, but it doesn't have to be a winner or a loser. Someone can walk away. So we'd love your views and opinions on this. As always, you can leave a comment below wherever you are listening or watching. But for now, you stay safe, have a blessed day, and I'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Thank you.